You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming back to Kapow, the pop cultured podcast. My name's Jordan Lowe. Hey, I'm Cliff Barnes. <laughs> hey, I'm Seth. Hey. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> hey. Hey. Funny. That was funny. Let's go do it to somebody else. Hey, hey let's I don't play know again. how to. This is episode three hundred and something something. I don't know how to start it. Let's play again anymore. Play again. Okay. Um. Okay. You right into wanna, it. Right into it. Yeah. Why? Why not? Uh. You guys. Uh. Name an actor or actress. Just randomly. Sure. Uh. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. Well, that's going to be a tough one, probably. Or maybe not. Okay, maybe not. Name the... Okay, you know what? We did this once in one of our trivia games, so we're just going to do this one. What's the, the known for on oh, IMDb? Man. Four movies. IMDb, like the ones they show the picture. Uh... Yeah, the first four are what they're known for. Willy Wonka. Um, that's got to be the obvious first one. Yeah, yeah. Young Blazing Frankenstein? Young yeah, Frankenstein. Yep, yeah, that's number two. Blazing Saddles? Nope. Ooh. <sighs> it's the, something with Richard Pryor. Yeah. Yep, one of, yep, one, one, of, yep. one of those. <laughs> yep. Which one? Uh... 1989, I'll give you that. Oh. That's probably the one where isn't one deaf and one's blind. Yep, yep. God, what uh, I don't know the name of the movie, though. Yeah, I'm blanking on that, too. Okay, I'll give it uh, close enough. See no evil, hear no evil. Uh. And the last one's 1967. Hmm. Gene Wilder, nineteen sixty-seven. Directed by Mel Brooks. Written by Mel Brooks. What was? Wow, that's got to be an early one. Was he in? Um... No. He wasn't in the producers, was he? That's it. Okay. It. Okay. Lucky guess. You guys did it. See how easy that was. Okay, wow. let's go on with our day. We play a little game. <laughs> warm up. A little warm up. I feel jazzed up. Took my last trip to our local theater, you guys. Hmm. I I uh, hit the 
the little app on my phone and said today it said no show times. It's like wah wah. Did you delete it? I haven't had the heart to take it <laughs> off my phone yet. It's still there. I could have sworn as I was driving by there on my way home tonight, I kind of looked in that direction and because I was like, why are there there were like cars in the parking lot? Like, you know, right, right parked right in front of where the movie yeah. posters are. And I was just like, what are they doing there? They're closed. Do they not know? They're one that Harbor Freight deal. <laughs> 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 no, I had posters. a customer Wednesday ask me, hey, have you seen Ant-Man yet? I said, yeah, I did. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go on Cheap Tuesday. I was like, I got bad news for you. <laughs> wow. I got bad news for you. Wow. Uh, you don't get the paper, first off. I know this. He was like, what? He was shocked, completely flabbergasted. Tell him about the train wreck. <laughs> but yeah, so I had, uh, so I saw a knock at the cabin. It was the last time I spent a little chunk off of my gift certificate that I got for Christmas. So I had $33 left on this gift certificate. Mm. They weren't opening any new movies. Spending spree. I wasn't going to go see a man named Otto. Yeah. 80 for Brady or whatever three oh, movies they're playing they down there for me last $33. God, that'll be uh, a trivia so, question one day. What were the last three movies that played yeah. <laughs> Odyssey 7 and Marietta, Ohio? You'll never guess. <laughs> so Wednesday after work, I'm like, I'm not going to see any of these movies, and they're not going to get my $30. Like the, that, it's the they don't get benefit. To they are a horrible company for closing our theater. They're not going to yes. get to keep my money. I'm spending it on something. So I just pulled in, I just went, curved down, pulled in the theater. I was like, if there's anyone out and about, I will hand them this card and say, enjoy a night's movies. Pay it forward. There yeah. was nobody nobody around, of course. <laughs> nobody was, in the lobby. That was a problem. Nobody yeah. in the parking lot, nobody in the lobby. So I just went in. I was like, hey, I got a gift certificate. And the, the, there's a manager and a young kid there. And the manager grabs it. He's like, oh, scans it. Oh, yep, you have $33 left. I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, I just want to buy some stuff. What do you got? <laughs> I was like, I was looking at the candy. I was like, Reese's Pieces. How much are those? They're like four ninety nine or something. Oh, yeah. Dollar box yeah, of candy. Yeah. I was like, all right, give me six of them. <laughs> so the kids like <laughs> scramble under the desk. He has to go over to the other counter to find them. It's like, oh, we only got five. Uh-oh. Oh, God, this has got to be complicated. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me one of those Nesquik. So another Brewster's Million situation. We mm, keep yeah. finding ourselves in these. Yeah. So I bought. Five packages of Reese's pieces and a Nesquik chocolate milk. <laughs> and I told the kid, I was like, I told the kid, I was like, ah, oh, I was like, really sorry to hear about this closing. Feeling self pity. Yeah. And he's like, yep. I was like, oh, this kid just lost his job. Like, I was yeah. like, I was feeling bad about myself. I, was like, yeah. I had to drive to the mall to watch Ant Man. And I'm talking <laughs> to the kid who lost his job. I was like, yeah, sorry about that. It's like, I rattled my way back to the car with all my. He was like, pieces. "I thought at least I get to. Ha- I thought I thought I was going to get to have these last few boxes of reason." Yeah, <laughs> you got my last chocolate milk. <laughs> they, they didn't even sell chocolate milk. It was probably just in. He stuck it in the freezer bag there. <laughs> Sold it to you. <laughs> this is lunch. They're like, whatever they come in and ask for, you got to give it. Yep. <laughs> Oh, so I'm bad. I'm squared up. I'm evened up. They don't get any of my money. I would have totally went in there and been like, I want four of those eight dollar Mountain Dews, and just for old time's sake. 
Uh, I'd have tried for something more permanent. I'm like, I want my seat. This is the chair I sat in. <laughs> like the people get from municipal stadium and stuff. I want my theater seat. You know, going to that theater for the last 30 years, one of the constants I could always count on at that theater was if you went into the men's room, there would be a Lucky bag over the urinal. And it would oh, be yeah, like... Oh, yeah, bag over the urinal. Bag yeah. over, over the urinal. Orange for, cone. For 30 years. Sometimes it would be like half full... <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. like I always, I mean, from the time I was that like bag. twelve years old, I remember that bag over the, that one <laughs> urinal that was always broken for thirty yeah. years. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but we saw Ant Man. We all found a way to see Ant Man. So at the end of this episode, we will give our review. Yeah, and probably spoil it after a little bit. So. uh Look forward to that. What are we what are we gonna talk about first? You guys uh been watching anything? Nope. 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 <laughs> we we may get to go, that a lot. Go to it, man. <laughs> I oh. watched a couple things. Good. Hold on. Let's see. I watched that um well, I've been watching Poker Face still. Great show. I told I texted you, Cliff, that this latest episode was yeah. uh, uh, a real takedown of Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> it was pretty obvious. I I like that he he did not write the episode. Uh, like it was like he was trying to hide the fact that he did this, and then I saw some article that said how he called. Uh, Natasha Lynn directed this episode and co-wrote it or whatever with whoever and he but he wrote he called him and gave him a whole bunch of ideas like said <laughs> uh, anyway it's like they had an industrial light and magic type business and there's a woman and some men and how she like was like I did all this and da, da, da. you know basically Nick Noldy play, plays a guy named Art uh, uh, there's people dying in all these episodes and stuff it's just like there's a lot of uh it's just very blatant things and basically made it look like like he uh may have she, had an opinion about her like, about not, his star wars movies getting canceled yeah she does not have the best reputation as it is so i thought that was pretty funny um but that's good stuff uh there's been a couple things on Netflix. Let's see. I watched Physical 100. You see this? This is the top top of Netflix. Like, hmm. um, it was like uh, it's a Korean, I think, and they have like the top 100 Korean athletic people. Like they have a some body. It's bodybuilders and Olympic people and all these you know men and women, and they had them compete in like a Squid Game tournament of physical tests and it was pretty it was pretty neat it was kind of interesting this is you know and they were i really what i liked about is how like supportive they were of each other they were just it was a bunch of you know it's also like uh um 
what do they call it? You know, ultimate fighting yeah. guys and things like just the, all these people with, you know, super athletes. That's kind of neat. There's some of it drug on, but it's cool. Then they have the new show Full Swing, which is about golf. Um, oh, yeah. It's like that. What It's the same producers that did Drive to Survive, that F1 show. Mm-hmm. I watched the last four seasons. Um, fifth season just came out. Um, where where that was such a huge hit, like you know, tons of people did not watch F one, but they watch this show and get all the behind the scenes where they follow the previous season and see every everything, all the you know drama between yeah. the drivers and their crews and everything. And so they thought, why don't we do with this this with other sports? And so like they did this previous season of golf 2022 and just released eight episodes about that and just all the drama with that. I don't know if you guys heard about the live uh, Saudi Arabia tournament, taking a bunch of PGA players Mm -hmm. and and PGA banning them from the tour, but they got some big players, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they uh, um, got, you know, they like Phil Mickelson and, you know, a few other ones that Dustin Johnson, they <clears throat> took them, but it's, it's really interesting. And it, it, they're trying to get people excited for the new season of golf by letting you watch a bunch of this. And then, you know, golf's starting up strong here for the summer. And then I guess they're <laughs> doing another one. They're doing another one called quarterback that comes out in the summer. So hmm. right before football. And I think they follow mainly, Kirk Cousins, Marcus Mariota, and Mahomes. Yeah. So, so all the big ones. Sh- yeah. So they'll show a bunch of behind the scenes stuff from this last season. That I'm sure I'll watch. Yeah. It makes I, kind of get makes it interesting because you see, I mean, it's, I enjoy watching some sports, but it's make I've always liked you know whatever hard well, docs and stuff like that so <laughs> yeah i i have um cuz especially with nfl football and, and the browns and being such a big fan my whole life i've always been into i always followed the local journalists right, the local right. radio i used, i would listen to it every day and i have finally gotten to the point just so frustrated with some, with that team that I finally like kind of cut it off uh, at the end of the season. Uh, like I was just watching games this year. I wasn't into yeah. all the every detail and every little drama. Spare yourself, though. Pretty much. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, I even like remove because I would. Um, they would put one of the Cleveland state, the biggest station, um, would put their their morning shows out in podcast form every day and so i would like on my way to work i would listen to the previous day show or earlier that morning and you know they just hyper detail and all the rumors and all these reporters and stuff and i was just i finally deleted that show off off my podcast because i hadn't listened to it in so long it was just clogging up my phone i was like i yes this break is working for me i so hopefully um I can get back into some of the, you know, more because I like those shows and there's drama to it, but it's more entertainment 
yeah. than you know in in yeah. the thick of it so i uh anyway it got me hyped up to play some golf this year because i used to golf oh. i haven't i haven't went the last few years and i was like now watching them golf and stuff kind of makes me want to get back out there i like walking around on a nicely trimmed golf course so you know it's something about that just being outside casually i don't get mad about it like yeah i'm not great i'm not i'm fine yeah. i can go golfing with someone but i'm not gonna win yeah <laughs> but i don't care I just, but mm. i like going out there hitting the ball drinking a beer riding a golf cart or you know just chilling mm-hmm. out for a few hours i used to used to go several times a year so we'll find somebody to go golfing with and get back out there yeah i don't i about used to, all i want I, I tried playing for a while and that is not my sport yeah basically you just uh, my, i always tell people if you just look at the ball you will hit it and it will go oh. closer to the it will go closer to the hole Mm-hmm. Then it is that. Yeah. And then you go hit it again. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's it. And it, who cares how many times that takes? They should hire you as like the club. Uh, yeah, I'm the pro. Club pro. Club mm-hmm. pro. Of course, pro. <sighs> well. Uh, the only new show I watched was the Fox sitcom Animal Control, uh, starring Joel McHale. Truck 12, neighbor complaint, unlicensed ostrich farm. Should I be concerned? They are violent and have famously bad temperaments. It's bad, Frank! It's starting to feel extremely targeted! This gentleman's bunnies ate his drugs. What kind? Floppy-eared. Fluffy. No, 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 the drugs. What kind of drugs? <laughs> it's my first week. I should really wait for backup. Mm. I can see that you're stressed out. We just got a 911 on a bear. Get this, in a hot tub. He looks so relaxed. Did he turn the jets on? He's got a crazy look in his eyes. This thing is super strong. You're fucking me now. It's rare when a hero is also so funny. You know, my grandmother had a hard time with stairs, but, you know, she found a way to do it. Animal Control premieres February 16th on Fox. If I like sitcoms, I'll give <laughs> just about anything a chance. Guys, this broke a record for Fox as the most streamed scripted debut ever. Really? Not by Four- me. 4.5 wow. million streamers, quote, multi-platform viewers. So watch, I'm watching on Hulu, there's Fox Now or your local stream mm. or whatever. But the most watched, most streamed scripted debut for Fox ever. So there you go. That was a biggie. Yeah. <laughs> was it good? Not really. Say, no. No. He's the only real name in the cast. There's several people I recognize from other shows. Like, they're familiar actors and some brand new. But it just kind of... All right, so Community, his big, huge breakout role, he was a lawyer who was disbarred and has to slum it with all these people he thinks he's better than, right? And then it's fish out of water. Well, this show, he's a cop. 
who like got fired like there was corruption on the force and he ended up getting fired and now, so he thinks he's better than all his co-workers so it's the exact same formula and he mocks everyone else and doesn't want to be friends with them and like you know it's it's the exact same jeff winger from community formula like i guess that's what he's good at so let's have him do it some more but then we'll put some funny animals in it too and just didn't really work for me even though i love community but just <laughs> yeah okay so capture the lightning in a bottle. yeah that's what i was just gonna say um over on abc i feel like we never talk about this my wife's favorite show currently probably the biggest sitcom um happening right now but Abbott Elementary. Um, have you got? Do you guys watch this show at all? No, I never saw that one. It's actually, won, won a, it won a bunch of awards. It did. And, yeah, it's actually really good. Um, it's not my favorite thing, but but my it probably is my wife's favorite thing on television uh, currently. She's started watching it from the beginning, and there's it's. It's written well. I, the cast is pretty well-rounded. There's no huge name in, in any of them, at least, you know, starting out. They're kind of getting known now. But but the kids are cute that they have in it, and it, it's very much a... Um, has a little bit of the office-type feel, but in a school, um, there's some, you know, two the two, I guess, main characters, uh, you know, have this will they won't they thing going on that's kind of finally we we got a little movement forward on that in the, uh, this past week so but it's a good show um like i said it's won a lot of awards and and uh t- you know teaching is such a hot topic right now that I don't know. I kind of like it. So, and the other show, uh, or other news about sitcoms on ABC is they finally canceled the Goldbergs. Uh, after uh, when you shared seasons. that, I thought the Goldbergs is still on. I saw a lot of that reaction. Like, uh, who's watching? I, I like that show at the beginning, and then after about five or six seasons, it was so samey. It, yeah. it became like a caricature of itself. It was just like it's just really going on. Yeah, the I'm curse not even... of so many popular sitcoms, they just yeah. have right. to keep retreading the same ground. They don't know when to quit, and I don't even know who's left in the cast at this point. So, um, they, you know, I know uh, the guy that played Pops, he died. Um, yeah, and Jeff Carlin or Garland was uh, fired from the show. So, yeah, I don't know who's still left there but it's going away 10 years i suppose you can only you can't do a show about the 80s much longer than 10 years Uh, apparently (laughs) or a school or a show about a kid in high school (laughs) (laughs) riverdale (laughs) (laughs) like you are so wrong you could could do a show like that forever (laughs) oh my gosh Oh, well, I might as well just get to some Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Quantum Mania. Hmm. 31st MCU release. Wow. And the kickoff to Phase 5. You're an interesting man, Scott Lang. You're an Avenger. 
daughter. But you've lost a lot of time, like me. We can help each other with that. Who are you? I'm the man who can give you the one thing you want. What's that? Review as more big picture, yeah, of where we are in the Marvel world and our, your feelings about it. So I had a hundred and five point five million dollar opening, which is better opening weekends than the first two Ant Man films. And this is the first release of the year to break a hundred million, so it's a blockbuster superhero yeah. movie like always. But that's worse than all three Marvel movies last year. So Doctor Strange, Thor, and Black Panther all had better opening weekends than this. So I don't know what that means. We're on, we're on a sliding scale. Like I'm not saying Marvel's in trouble. There, you know, it's gonna start well, but collapsing look, in on itself. But that Cinema Score thing they do that Marvel always got A's on. I think they've had five out of those 31 moves have had a B, and this. It's basically four out of the, four out of those five are the last four movies, <laughs> so uh, they're they're starting to just slip a little. So that everything I've read about this movie, any review or anything, I hear somewhere is mentioned quote superhero fatigue, mm. or someone complaining how you can't watch it without homework. You know, you got to watch all yeah. these previous movies and stuff. Eh. So, but then I. Heard there's there were complaints at the beginning like phase four so after the whole infinity saga and in game and we yeah which seth i hate that you were right about that where you're like it's not it's not gonna be any good after that <laughs> and then it's like i felt the same way when you chastised cliff for uh last of us he's like that episode was so good it's probably not gonna be you're like if it's good now why won't it be good later i felt the same way about marvel like why won't it still be good why, why would you doubt it but uh so the beginning of this multiverse saga there were complaints it's not leading anywhere you know the eternals had nothing to do with shang chi which had nothing to do with these tv shows and it's not connecting like it did but then there's also complaints. I said that there's too much, too much homework is too interconnected. Like there, you can't, I don't know how you please anyone, which I feel like looking back at the earliest movies, you know, did Thor two have anything to do with Ant-Man one or, you know, it's like, it. I just felt, but we all trusted that it did back then. Like it felt like they had a plan. 
And now I feel like we've just all of a sudden abandoned. We don't we don't believe them when they when they say it's leading somewhere. Well, we just went through an entire phase. Apparently, this is the first movie of Phase Five. Is is that that true? Is that true? Like I think that's what yeah, I this saw. Is, this like is phase five. like we had Phase Four and it was nothing. It was a bunch of nothing that didn't really connect and wasn't good. Ugh. <laughs> so, I um. Yeah, to me, this felt like bringing Kang in at this point was like, what does Kang have to do with Ant Man? That, that makes no sense. Why bring? Why use Ant Man to launch this this phase? Whatever. But it, like, it felt to me like there were all these complaints about it being so directionless that they had to like, okay, here's Kang. We're doing stuff. We got a plan. It's moving forward. Hmm. And they had to get him in there and show how cool he was and how big of a threat he was. They're like, we know where it's headed, so stop complaining about this. Like, to me, there was a little hint of that, but I, I just don't know that it fit this movie. And I, I, I did. I started to do some of the homework. Uh, like, when, when before that, I, I watched Ant Man one and two. Me too. And I thought this isn't really a cohesive trilogy. Like, we got nope. some distance from it now. Like, we, we can look back on it, but like. So watching one and two without Civil War and Endgame, yeah, and that scene in Loki, the last episode of Loki, like, yeah. you don't get a full trilogy. And I, I don't know if it matters, but you know, to me, uh, we grew up on movie trilogy, Indiana Jones and Star Wars. Like these, you know, they were they were their own thing, but they they were a bigger yeah. whole. Like I don't know these movies. What is an Ant Man trilogy? There, it doesn't. It's not really a thing. And when you look back, like, you know, you buy a, a Blu-ray box set or whatever of Ant-Man, it's like, well, you're not getting the full story. And again, I don't know if that matters because Marvel has always been bigger than that. But I just, I don't know. I just know if you guys had any opinions on that. Yeah. Like, well, they're, it, they're, they're, they're historical place or their significance. The, the biggest, maybe the most valid criticism I saw for this movie and this, and, and this was, a lot of people saying this is a fantastic four movie, but instead they used Ant-Man and company. Yeah. Um, but like you're saying, I feel like they've, I mean, we love guardians of the galaxy and they've done that a lot with them with infinity war with Endgame and, and inserting them and, you know, things, major things happening to that group, not in their movie. So I, I don't know. I didn't hate phase four, um, for what it was. It just doesn't, like you said, it doesn't connect maybe all that well. And they're lesser known characters or more unpopular characters, but I didn't hate it. I like Shang-Chi and, and you know, when we, uh, we'll talk about how we felt about Ant-Man and Quantumania, but. But like I've I've been rewatching the Daredevil Netflix show in preparation. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get a new season of that. So I've just been going slowly through that whenever I have some time. And like, okay, I watched the first season. That's perfect. Second season, oh, they referenced Jessica Jones. That's clever. Okay. I went to start the third season. I was like, what in the world's happening? Like Electra's in a hole and there's a thing. I was like, oh crap, I gotta watch Defenders, don't I? I had forgotten. Yeah. 
a huge part of that show takes place in the Defender. So I'm like, I was annoyed. I was like, I don't want to watch Defenders again at this point mm-hmm. in history. So like, I don't know that any of this stuff, like I can sit, you know, Age of Ultron will be on TBS on some weekend and I'll sit and watch 20 minutes of it. It's like, ah, that's fun. But as far as like rewatchability, like, I, yeah, Seth, you said you rewatched the Iron Man movies. Like, I feel like those kind of maybe stand alone a little better. But, like, is there any sort of going back to these later on in history <laughs> and getting a full, cohesive thing? Like, it's impossible. 31 movies and counting. I don't know. I don't know that there ever will be a well, I don't even know what word th- to describe it. I think they've done it better in the rest of and the rest of the uh, infinity stock than they did here like it you know i uh, those iron man movies go together well i think the um captain america trilogy you know holds some water but this it just goes from it just goes there i i mean i i went back and watched this for the same reason that i want to you know, remember what happened and be able to you because we're we're trained when you have a trilogy that there, you know, there's going to be threads that you know go through it and you they're gonna pay off in that third one that you know, and none of this will be a part of the greater uh all those other movies that are tied into, but man. And there was a little of that, but geez, there wasn't even a Luis. We did, you know, he's not even in this movie, right? I don't remember. Yeah, being, and like, yeah. and, and like, that would have been, that would have been pretty awesome to have Luis in the quantum realm with all those weird, you know, I, explaining I them all. Yeah, explaining everything. I could have went for the Luis. I mean, there was of, enough. Of that, there was yeah. enough inexplicable stuff in that movie that he right, could have right. been in the yeah. cantina as easily as anybody else. You know, but that feels like tuck him in there. Have you even talked to a fan? Like everybody quotes Luis or loves Luis or oh, that's yeah. my favorite part was Luis doing that. And it's like, how do you make a movie without him? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's it's because he that's so good. It's kind of the best parts of those Ant Man movies, and then they just not in this. That blows my mind. And not even him, but Judy Greer and yeah. her her husband. That's what Bobby that's Kenneth what I mean. Those, like, those that's those what threads makes those movies. Yeah, those yeah. threads that I came that went back and watched those. I'm like, oh yeah, we've got this fan this broken family that have came together back together in the second movie and are so supportive of each other like how can they be a part of this i can't wait to see well they're not no (laughs) they're not that that that's you know i don't know every marvel movie's got a kind of a formula or you know the hero in the costume but like to me that what made those first two anime movies special is that family reaction and the guy the co-workers yeah that Luis has and like uh, we we gotta we gotta save the day. We'll bring in the guys in the van to say, you know, yeah, like, that's, we're Ti that's different. Ti and yeah, <laughs> you know the that Yaga. that, so, that yeah. whole the whole deal of him. I mean, they tried to act like it had something to do with him being a thief, which it didn't. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like in the first one, he's like, do we? It's the doing things in town. It's I mean, I know we don't need to see a ton of more San Francisco or whatever, but, but it was just like a lot of the big and small stuff. And they're like, how does that, how does that even, 
it has no punch in the quantum realm how big or small they are you know it's like nothing matters i don't you know i like you know the, the, like you said they were trying to be the fantastic four or yeah. guardians of the galaxy or yeah no matter how yeah. wa- bad you want it to be all of those things or even star wars because mm-hmm. you got you got to have your cantina of weird people <laughs> you know now like, yeah and my daughter actually mentioned that um kind of she she felt it it kind of felt like star wars you know when we went and saw it now all of that like i've seen a lot of valid criticism of this movie right but i will admit i thoroughly enjoyed it i knew you were gonna like this movie. <laughs> like a good re- you put me down on a good old rebellion movie i am i am there for it um see i was not sure with you whether you would embrace the star warsiness of it yes. or you would be like that's not star it's a little no. lesser star wars i i really did now i did not before we went i did not watch rewatch one or two or even anything marvel really ant-man related um we just went and i did i as i was watching it i realized Luis wasn't in it but it didn't like I don't know. I don't say it didn't phase me or anything, but I just really enjoyed the movie. It was weird and funny and different. Um, and, and like I said, I I've seen, I've heard a lot of valid criticism, a lot of stuff that makes sense. And, you know, in the criticisms like, Oh, why did, you know, going back through the other movies, why did Janet, you know, send Scott, into the quantum realm, you know, before they got dusted or whatever, blipped and didn't care. But now, it, you know, she didn't. She wasn't to... suffering for 30 years. Yeah. I thought she was suffering for 30 years. She was down there back, hanging out in a bar, right. bar up, bang, banging Bill Murray and yeah. probably Kang. Right. It's like, So, but in the end, like, I was just having a good time watching this movie and it, it was, it was all right with me, you know, I don't know. Oh, I didn't I hate the it. movie. I, I didn't hate the. We are being critical I, I, here. It just wasn't. It, it. I have seen some serious hate online about this movie, which we well, do with any online. Marvel movie, that's but but any, yeah, yeah, I didn't expect it, it just, for this one. Rewatching the first two, I liked them even more. Yeah, like I I remember liking them, but like rewatching the uh, yeah the second one's not quite as good as the first one, but I still like really enjoyed them. Yeah, although the 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 small stuff is so good, like running around on a record or on the blade of a knife or yeah. getting caught in the bathtub or use a truck bed for a scooter. Having the whole finale of that first movie in a child's bedroom, yeah. you know, a toy, toy train track or whatever. Yeah. So that's where oh. this excels, this character and his supporting cast and these between movies like civil war and these giant epic fate of the multiverse movies. But that's, I just don't feel like, this the story it's just not organic to scott lang why is he even why why is scott not helping people there's no why it's just all of a sudden he's too big for his britches he wrote a book and you know it's like that's fine but you gave us no reason for this like why why doesn't he care about people anymore i don't it was just manufactured but I, I rewatched the trailer or watched, I guess, the 
the most recent trailer I hadn't seen till after. Oh, the I should have done that. I've never, I've never and seen. And there's dialogue. Oh, they were it selling leads, a different movie. It leads you to believe Scott wants more time with Cassie. Scott missed Cassie yeah. growing up, yeah, right? Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. And there's dialogue of Kang, like, you want more time, I can give you more time. Yeah. Like, that's a mo- That's a compelling movie. Would Why would he help Kang out or whatever? Oh, maybe he can get some of those years back that he missed with his daughter. Boom. That's a Scott Lang story. That's a That's a conflict. But that's not in the movie whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the only thing I can see why Scott would have anything to do with Kang is the time travel aspect. Saving a rebellion from a... Again, you know, that, that, that Michelle Pfeiffer never bothered to mention after all this time. Like, I just... I see a lot of shoehorning going on of, like, getting this character to this place to introduce this villain. It just seemed very manufactured and not organic. It said a lot of the... The first 30 movies, like, it's, it felt like dominoes being set up. This feels like, I don't know, just uh, put it over here, see if it works. And, and what one weakness here is because they go into this quantum realm. We've got all this timey-wimey stuff. It's like Rick and Morty did it better. <laughs> it's like we've seen it, you know, Rick and Morty do this stuff over and over and crush it they even hired a rick and morty writer he wrote <laughs> this and and the stuff with the ants is all that is so obviously this guy you know came up with that um but there there is good stuff like uh of course kang uh you know yeah jonathan majors was great um i i'm excited about him i i liked I liked Modoc. Yeah, I did too. I, and his big fat Joe Rogan looking face stuffed in that <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like so when I saw it was Darren, I had gonna be I don't know whether that's gonna that be you're the, loving it or completely repulsed by it. I, yeah. I don't think there's anyone middle of the road on Modoc. Yeah. I I uh I, I don't know whether any of that was in the previews. I didn't see him, but that was no. a surprise to me that that was Darren Cross and I was like, Oh yeah, like I love that idea. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Why? Why did Kang do this to this guy? I don't freaking know. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I love that. I thought uh, he was hilarious. He looks so ridiculous. And it's it's Modoc. Who cares? Do whatever you want with him. But but uh, anyway, what, what we got? So what would you would you think of Kang, Jordan? Uh, I was not a fan of it. It just looked too silly. And like people laughed when he first appeared, which I think was the the idea. They wanted you to kind of laugh at it, but I don't know. That's just a character that it barely works in the comics as art. <laughs> like it's real hard to get it to work in in person. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a Kang fan. I like Kang and I like Jonathan Majors, so I think he he's gonna pull it off. And we yeah. it makes me actually excited for the new season of Loki. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, we. They just the whole Kang's a big retcon anyway. Like even in the comics, you know, I don't think they originally planned on him being Ramatut. And, you know, it's just like they, it's like oh, he was that guy also. You know, and uh, so I'm interested to see where they go with that. But he he like is, he can deliver a line, and you know, just everything he says is good. I thought he was yeah, great. He was definitely the saving grace. Like he, I, 
it makes me more confident about the next 25 movies or however many he's going to be in that I think he can pull off the, the, the main villain role. I actually really enjoyed the Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I, I am a huge Michael Douglas fan. Like, I love loved the game and he was the 90s thriller king you know i just i i love him and he's still got it i as much as i like them getting big stars to be in this stuff yeah i'm kind of like man if you got anything left in the tank (laughs) do do you need to be doing he's he's still got good timing yeah he's he you know him talking about them ants (laughs) <laughs> it's like i i don't know or or, or what well, i think best line of the movie to me was when he's like uh you know there's the one thing with linda but she just wasn't you baby yeah and it, <laughs> i was like he still got it you know yeah at, at i how ever old he is and it, I, I was like man i, I want to see michael douglas do something else big you know i i thought they made up well enough for you know some of the like we were talking the the ti and and luis and uh what's that guy's name mike is it michael per- I I can't. Uh, anyways what's that i thought that guy i think that, i was thinking that guy was in it just playing yeah. one of the aliens david dastmalkian mm. he was yeah. the, the blob Jello guy. Okay. No holes. The but, whole guy was that the yeah, whole guy. The whole guy. <laughs> that's the, that one of the best lines. Yeah. Know, also, where it has to stop and count his holes. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I I thought they made. I thought the Ant Man family. It worked enough for me that I I really did enjoy that and and having Hank Pym there and be so much more involved in the story and what was happening there. Um. I I enjoyed all of that, you know, if, if they don't, you know, we never see him, you know, Michael Douglas again in one of these movies, at least we got, we got a little something there, you know. Rehabilitating Hank Pym is a, yeah. is a I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Hank Pym. Uh, I was not a fan of the, the look of the movie, which I knew just from the teaser and the weird uh, quantum. I, I said I didn't like Strange World last year, and this is the same re- reason. It looked like exactly like this. I'm the, just saying. The, the kids sitting behind me were chattering. It was, again, mall, 25 minutes worth of trailers, commercials. Mm, yeah. And yeah. So the, kid, the kids behind me were chattering, and at one point, one of them said... Are you talking about Shark Boy or Lava Girl? Like made some kind of comment about that oh, movie, which yeah. I have not thought about in decades. And Same then this movie. movie, then I can't stop thinking about it as this movie goes on. And I've seen many people reference that and Spy Kids as yeah. the look of this movie. Like 20 years ago, special effects, green screen, CGI stuff. And it's like, we're watching stuff like these Star Wars shows. We've seen they're filmed in a big empty warehouse. Yeah, with the void. nothing around it. Like a lot of shows are doing that. I saw some behind the scenes of The Last of Us of like just looking out a window and it's just a blue screen and there's nothing back. Like, and they fill in all the decay and all the fallen over buildings and stuff. And it's like these are shows with TV budgets who are doing it way better than a blockbuster Marvel movie. Just I, and again, maybe it was that mall screen. We said the 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 yeah, that screen's not muddy. as good. It looked just, better in Athens. Okay, the I'm visuals sure. to me didn't. Yeah, and again with this weird cantina aliens and trippy world scapes and stuff. 
well, I was just not into it. It just didn't look in a in a year we've gotten Avatar and all that. Some of these other you know big budget effects movies that just a lot of this movie relied on looking cool, and I just wasn't I wasn't that impressed by it. And I saw a clip of uh, Evangeline Lilly talking about the effects. And, like, we've talked before about the helmets, the CGI helmets yeah. coming on and off. And I that can't Nanotechnology. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Again, why you take your helmet off ten times in the middle of a fight, just to yell, Cassie, and then put your helmet back on. Yeah. But, like, she was she was laughing about how they have to do it like the shrinking special effects. And she's like, you have to nod and shrink. It's like she was on Fallon or somebody. I saw a clip and like they're practicing, you know, you have to nod like your helmet's going on and then like crumple down into a ball so they can animate you. I was like, that is, I I couldn't not see that every time they did it, that little nod flipping the helmets on. I was like, they did that 9 million times and drove me (laughs) nuts. Yep. Uh, well, a couple of things. One, we had Cheaty from uh, The Good Place in there yeah. as like the interpreter or whatever. And they're like, uh, does that kill all the rumors that he's going to be Mr. Fantastic? Because uh, yeah. he was high up on the list, people were saying. So I'm guessing he's not going to be Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> and um, also, the one thread that I really liked in the other movies was the whole deal with his daughter. Was you know, he he she's wanting to be his partner, and they did that in this movie kind of, but emotionally that did not pay off. Like them setting, I think in the second movie and talking about that and her want you know how she'd be a good partner and all this stuff. I'm like, like this is this is gonna really pay off, <laughs> and it did not. Uh, <laughs> it was just like, ugh. See, all three of these movies had the same director. Paul Rudd is involved with writing the screenplay and producing. Yeah. Like they've had the same people behind them all, but it just it, again, it just doesn't feel like a the payoff to a trilogy. It just feels like another chapter in this bigger saga. I feel like they didn't know what beats in the previous movies were what connected with people. If you'd have asked me, that would have been top one of the top five things. I want this to pay off with. The family aspect. How many people? Everybody's going to want that. You know, I don't know. Well, I mean, hmm. it, it did expand on, you know, the Ant-Man family a little bit in the fact that, you know, the actual family part of it. And showing her, like I said, I really enjoyed, you know, uh, Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer in it uh, and their interaction with, I don't know the girl's, the actress's name that played Cassie, but like showing a little history there, they're working together and that stuff. And that played into like, you were talking about, you know, he, he doesn't help people or he's not a superhero anymore, but then, you know, in, in this movie, in this story, it's, it's very focused on her picking that up and, and I know it just seemed manufactured. Like, I, I know what you mean. I do. Um, I just, I, I don't think it was like, so or if he'd have thought, I don't know the for the who gives the speech at the end is it her talking about I I forget like talking about the rebellion and stuff and mm-hmm. and 
helping people. I don't know. It was like maybe if it was like him saying that or say, saying like yeah. he's discovering that, like, you know, it's a total turnaround for him. You know, this is, you know, this is what I should be doing and stuff, helping people. I don't know. It was just I had my, I had myself, you know, we're talking major spoilers here, but I had my self convinced <laughs> that this was going to be like the end of Scott Lang in the Marvel movies. Well, that, that I, I think that was clearly the plan. I think this whole, uh, they, cause they just recently announced there's, they're putting the brakes on releasing this stuff. They've got a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. in the can, but they're like, you know, Bob Iger's like, we're a slow roll this yeah, stuff and, yeah, and it stop this fatigue. Less TV shows. And yeah. So spread. I think they just had, they had to redo this ending because I think the plan was to leave him in there. Maybe Evangeline Lily too. And, mm-hmm. and have the young Avengers save them. Yeah. Young Avengers got to get, if we get rid of all these heroes, you know, we put Thor here and, you know, everybody all over the place, you know, then we'll have to go save them with the young kids. But that was such a weird ending. Like I said, spoilers, 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 but like, I'm now just not thinking of it. Like we got to stay behind to stop him. It's like, yeah, let's go back. Like there was no, (laughs) that's so weird. He he was stuck behind. And then they're just like, they send, Oh, Evangeline Lily pops back. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, there's your fix. They didn't have to leave him back there. And, but set that up in that happening. It also made me, cause I was like, Oh crap. You know, when that happened, I was immediately like, Oh, okay. It's got a big happy ending. Every, the whole family's, you know, I was okay with it. Like I said, I like a rebellion, you know, it's very predictable. It's rebellion and we got to get the, you know, the Nazi forces of evil army and all of that, you know, mindless drones and all that. But even though that, I knew that's what it was. I was completely okay with it. Like I just, it was a little different. I, they probably could have fixed the whole thing for me. If they had, if they had Luis explain what the ants have been doing for the last, definitely would have made it better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For, Luis peeks his head through the door. Come with me if you want to live, bro. Come on, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That that definitely. I really missed him. I yeah, did like. I, I, I like. I'm with uh, Cliff though. Like, I don't. I don't think I would have wanted a cliffhanger. What's gonna happen to Scott again? Yeah. Him stuck in the quantum realm after another movie. Like, not when I know not it's not gonna be years wanted. and years yeah. of yeah. waiting on that because it is gonna be years. I don't know how. As much as they've been setting up this Young Avengers, then none of them gonna be young by the time they get around to it. <laughs> like these these kids are already, you know, yeah, not they grow kids fast. anymore. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what they're gonna do about that. I had a couple of quotes I liked that made me feel. I wouldn't call it a woke movie, but it had some like. Oh, something yeah. to say to to certain folks, a, a certain segment of the audience. But she says, "Just because it isn't happening to you doesn't mean it isn't happening." Felt very pointed. And there was some—I didn't get the exact quote, but it was like something about how it feels like we've been losing lately. Everything's going wrong. Mm-hmm. That felt very timely. And then, of course, a very iconic line: timely. "It's I get it. it's never too late to stop being a dick." Yeah, that's that feels like the. <laughs> That's yeah. the, if <laughs> that, anything, you take anything from this move. Lesson learned. 
I liked all the the mountain of Scots climbing like yes. ants yes. up there. I, how did they not say, "Look at us"? Yeah. <laughs> but again, even in that moment, like, how much better would it have been? Like, had it been Scott and Luis, and they're like, he's like trying to work out the probability, you know, and talking through it. And I was like, but yeah, I yeah. love the. There's the... only one different one. <laughs> that didn't make any sense right. either. You get the Basket Robin, Scott, and the rest of them are all exactly all the same. All the same. But it's like that was so almost on the edge of being a cool Rick and Morty moment. Like what happens to all these freaking guys, you know, that that are created here, you know, and it's just like they just. And, and eh, may, maybe that's to my advantage, be somebody that's never watched an episode of Rick and Morty. So yeah. I have no comparison there. It's just oh. I just thought it was well, fun it's and cool. All and... That, it's all that done better. <laughs> yeah. With burping. Yeah, with burping. So yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I immediately leaving the theater, I was feeling a little let down. Maybe once we've had a few more movies in this phase, I can look back like, oh, they really did set that up really well. Like, yeah. like you know, like the final episode of Loki, where he's just sitting and talking for half an hour, felt like a little bit like, all right. Mm-hmm. I did, I did rewatch that episode too, and like he's talking about different multiverses and incursions and stuff. It's like, oh, he was talking about Secret Wars before they'd yeah. ever really announced Secret Wars. So, like, again, I, I can look... You can always look back on this stuff and see different things. So, right. didn't dislike the movie, was a little let down just because of how much I liked the other two Ant-Man movies, and it felt like a waste to not get that... Like I say, we think Guardians 3 is going to pay off like gangbusters for these two movies we love. So right. I would have loved to see Ant-Man have the chance to do that without being saddled. That's what we can play a lot about in comics. Like all oh, that, that, that run on this title was really good, but it had to stop and do a crossover. They had to do issues involving this and it hurt the momentum of the good story that was being told. So like that happens a lot in comics. So I, <laughs> I hate to see it happen in a movie, but it felt like Scott was like, he drew the short straws. Like, well, you guys got to set up King and these next eight movies. And so you're going to do this now and not do what you maybe should have done with a different story. We had the post credits. Had uh, the Kangs, you know, Immortus, and assume it was Ramatut and Scarlet Centurion. Yeah, I looked those up. So Ramatut would have been the first one. Fantastic Four number nineteen in nineteen sixty three is when he showed up, and like you said, that was not Kang when he appeared. He was retroactively identified as Kang in 1964 in Avengers number eight. So they 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 introduced this character like, oh, he was also that guy from a couple of years. Ago. Yeah. And they did the same thing with Immortus. Uh, introduced in Avengers 10, 1964, and then retroactively turned into Kang in 1975. So over a decade later, like, oh, Immortus is also Kang. Scarlet Centurion. Uh, was introduced in Avengers Annual Number Two in 1968, alias assumed by Kang after his defeat by the FF in Ancient Egypt and his encounter with Doctor Doom in the 20th century. So it's complicated. I couldn't. I still couldn't tell you Kang's history from the comics. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I, I think the the movie's trying to set that up of like it's anything and everything. It's, yeah. it's a multiverse. It doesn't matter. It's he ha- he anybody. had anybody. He basically had access to Doom's time machine or whatever, and 
went out and got this technology to build this awesome suit that makes him super strong and have these powers. And he's of course really smart. And that's basically it. Uh, uh, the, uh, there's the whole council of Kangs. There's just going to be a bunch of Kangs. Like he's supposed, this is supposed to be a different version of him than was in the Loki series. You know, so that's why he acted different. And, uh, which is probably un- not noticeable. <laughs> they probably that's the same thing, you know. Um, but you're, uh, and then of course there's a young version of him in the Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. So when we will get that, you know, who knows? But I assume it'll be there. Then, I'm excited to see where it goes. Post credits. Yeah, the final thing. Yeah, was the. Yeah. Set up for Loki season two. Victor Timely, which I guess is from the comics as well. Yeah. Avengers Annual in the 90s. A version of Kang who established the town of Timely, Wisconsin in 1901 to serve as his 20th century base of operations. Avengers Annual 21. So I assume that in the season two, they, you know, they find him. I don't know whether they will be pop. Who knows? They may be popping around looking at different versions of him, but I assume he's probably in the show trying to like hide out back in that time. And I don't know. It makes me more interested for that. Cause I did not love Loki season one. There was parts I liked, but yeah, me um, too. I'm, I'm interested to see where they go with it. I don't know. Overall, it was fine. It was good enough. I was glad to get something. I'll see where we go from here. What's the next thing? Guardians of Galaxy, I expect more from. They pushed the Marvels to late in the year. Try to slow down the schedule of Marvel movies. That's the other thing is they've shuffled a few of these where, Mm -hmm. like, again, if you assume the storytelling is ironclad, this leads to this leads to this, like, you you couldn't shuffle stuff around. Yeah. Well, if they're going to hold off, probably, well, I think they've already done shot Hawkeye season two and something else, and they're just going to hold on to them for who knows, probably till next year. Hmm. You know, we're not all going to live forever. <laughs> uh. All right. That does it. That's our Ant Man review. Thank you for listening. And we will be back soon with more. My name is Jordan Lope. Hey. I like hey. that. He forgot. Yeah, hey. 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 I like this one. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm sad. Bye forever. <laughs> I always say hey to stuff. I don't know why I'm trying <laughs> Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, 
at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share. <laughs>